Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Anya from Anya Taylor Body and Soul out of Oakland, California. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to be here. Well, thank you for taking the opportunity and taking some time out of the busy day today to join me, give back to the fitness industry a little bit. We appreciate it. Before we kind of dive into the business conversation, the nitty gritty details, I want to know a little bit of background. What was it ultimately, Anya, that led to you opening up this business? Well, um, in my 20s, I was an athlete. I did triathlons, and that led me to just more interest in the body. And I got into yoga first and then became a massage therapist, eventually found Pilates. Um, Actually, early on in my career, I've been doing this for about 22 years. Um, And I really love the Pilates um, and focus more on the Pilates I like helping people with their injuries and rehabilitating their injuries. And I just, you know, I worked at a physical therapy office for a few years as a massage therapist, as a Pilates instructor, and eventually just decided I wanted to do my own thing. So I moved, you know, off into another studio and eventually opened my own studio about 10 or so years ago. And so I have a small studio in Oakland and it's one-on-one private Pilates. And I specialize in rehab. I also specialize in pelvic floor health for women. Wow. So, um, you know, what I always, I hear this story like pretty often, like people are working in the industry, working for somebody else, get some experience, find out the things that we really like, the things that we really don't like. And then we go and we, we do it on our own. We create our own brand, our own um, facility. So I'm happy to hear that's what you did. Now, give us your best elevator pitch of your brand as it stands now, who you are, the different services that you provide. Paint a picture of that for us. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, Anya Taylor, body and soul. So the body is the body, you know, working with um, uh, strengthening and helping to rehab people. The soul part is really about integrating the physical health and fitness with the mental health and fitness. So really believing that when we feel good and strong and healthy in our body. We also feel that in our mind and, and in our spirit. Okay. So is this kind of primarily done in a personal training one-on-one environment, or is it kind of a semi-private environment? It's a one-on-one. So yeah, I'm a Pilates, you know, instructor specifically one-on-one working with individuals and their their needs and their issues. Um, and I do have a body work background, so I can bring that into it. If people are tight in certain areas in any given day or having, um, you know, certain flare ups or issues, I can work, do the body work part of it as well as Pilates. And I just try to integrate all of it into my, into my work. Um, I also have a life coach background. So I bring that into my work as well. And so really just depends on what shows up that day for the client in front of me. But I have those, those tools as a life coach to um, talk to people about other things that are going on in their lives as well. 
Okay, definitely understand that. It's cool that you have that background um, and you can kind of like supplement with those things as needed because with personal training, it is such a one-on-one type of um, thing. Like you are tailoring that guests or that customer client's experience specifically for them. Um, So with that, you know, with the one-on-one, you're only one person. Is it just, are you the sole trainer in this, uh, in this uh, business? Yes, I am. I am the sole okay. trainer. Yep. Yeah. So you're wearing a lot of hats then. Um, yes. How big is the, the studio? So my space is maybe 600 square feet and I have all the Pilates equipment and okay. a nice big, I have a massage table as well. And then a nice big space for mat space as well. Nice. And yeah, I, I run all the business side of it too. So all the scheduling and the finances mm-hmm. and all that as well. Yeah. You're doing it all. Um, yeah. that, that can be hectic, but props to you for, for doing that, for making it happen for yourself Thank and for the you. business. Um, so with the, the one-on-one, how many clients do you currently have? So I see, obviously it fluctuates on any given week, but I see anywhere from 16 to 22 clients a week. Okay. And how does that work? Like, are they paying kind of as they go? Cause you said, I see 16 to 20 clients a week. So that kind of tells me that that's how the membership works. Is that right? Or do you yeah, do it? So some, some people choose to just pay each time as they come in, like they would pay a, you know, massage therapist or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oftentimes people buy a package of five, sometimes a package of 10. And there's a little bit of a discount for the package of five, but that, that gets people to really commit to at least in the beginning, five to 10 sessions. But usually people will, you know, stay on for longer, but they, they'll buy a package of five or a package of, of 10. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I always like the idea of, um, you know, getting them to make a commitment to themselves um, because for many people, the hardest part is just showing up. So if we're allowing our clients to pay per session, it's easier for them to just ghost us. Um, It's easier for them to come once. They might have had fun, but then they're like, oh, well, like, I don't have the budget for it today, so I'm not going to go. And then they're giving up on themselves. Like Pilates is something that helps you in many ways. They're giving up on that by not making a commitment. Um, So I like the, the 10 class pack. My question to you is, have you guys ever, have you ever toyed around with the idea of like doing like a membership? Is that something that you have considered to help your clients stay motivated and accountable for their goals? No, honestly, it's not something that I personally have considered. I definitely, if it, I think if my business were bigger, I probably would consider it, but this, you know, has worked for me for this long and continues to, to, to work really well. So I haven't really considered the membership. Yeah. The reason why I asked that is just because when we do it like a monthly membership, we can predict very closely what our monthly revenue is going to be. We're going to know, Hey, you know, we have 10 people on monthly membership. They've been our clients for a few years. Like we can count on X amount of dollars coming in. Um, versus with the pay-for-go or the packs, we don't know when somebody's going to renew. I mean, we're always going to have probably our 10 to 12 clients who always renew. They're very, very consistent, but there's a little bit of drop-off here and there. And so that's why I like to ask that question um, to kind of see how you do things at your studio. Uh, 
but okay so next question here is with you know seeing about 16 to 20 people per week is that a pretty comfortable spot for you or are you in a position to increase your clientele and um take on more clients so it's pretty comfortable at this point i'm a mother of two kids and so that keeps me very busy as well um and you know in i think in the in the Pilates world anyway, I think it's similar to like a therapist or maybe even acupuncturist where 25 is, you're kind of maxing out. It's, it's a lot, it's a lot to give to that many people one-on-one, -on -one, that much attention. So, you know, I wouldn't really want more than 25 a week. Yeah, no, that could be very hectic. I mean, being a mom is a full-time job and then tack on this full-time job of being a business owner in front of it. And um, that's a lot, a lot for one person. Um, yeah. And it is just you in this business. So um, I, I would, I, if I don't, if you don't mind me jumping in here, I would love to, instead of seeing more individual clients, what I'd like to grow is some, some more online classes. So um, for instance, you know, pelvic floor is one of my specialties. So helping women with, um, the health of their pelvic floor, gaining knowledge and awareness and healing of pelvic floor issues, um, being able to provide uh, online courses around this. So I'm, I'm planning to launch one of these in January. And that for me is kind of a goal of mine to be able to reach more women and in helping them with their pelvic floor issues and dysfunction. And Obviously, that would eventually hopefully bring in more revenue for me as well, so that it's not, you know, with the model of just the one on one, you really can only help so many people. And that's a great, I love that relationship, but I do also like the idea of expanding on to the online classes um, to be able to help more people. And grow, yeah, you hit the, the nail audience. with the hammer right there with one on one personal training we can only grow so far because there's only about 10 to 12 ish hours yeah. in a day possible that we could train. Right. And once we hit that ceiling for you, you said 25 clients, once we hit anything above that, that's when it's like, we're burnt out. We're not giving that quality of service. It's not that's scalable right. anymore. Um, and so you're very smart to kind of think about other avenues that you can grow because growth doesn't always mean like, Hey, let me have a thousand clients in person. Right. It can right. mean well, online. And in 2022, everybody is online. So right. the opportunity for growth there is truly endless. Yes. Um, especially for this, the pelvic floor side of things. I mean, I've seen stuff all over Instagram, all over Facebook for, uh, for this. So there's definitely a need. Um, do you have any clients in the online space for this specifically yet? Is it something that you're looking to start soon? Yeah. So right now I see um, people individually for, for pelvic floor um, issues. They'll come to me as referrals from pelvic floor physical therapists, or they'll find me online. A lot of people there's so many women with pelvic floor issues, whether it's incontinence, a little bit of leaking, all the way to prolapse, which is a way more extreme issue that people are just searching pelvic floor Pilates in just desperate need. <laughs> and so I do pop up um, in the, the, the search engine for that um, quite high. And so I get people coming in for that individually, um, you know, obviously personally, and I would be happy to 
work with people online for that as well. Um, but in terms of a uh, wider range, I'm hoping to launch the a series, a four-week series in January online. Yeah, that's really, really neat. Now, when you launch this series online, how what is your plan to kind of reach the clientele that you're looking for? How are people going to know that this is a program that exists? Yeah, that's a very good question. Um, so, you know, honestly, I don't have a huge uh, social media presence. Um, I have played with that. That is not something that's not one of my strengths, but it's also something that I, I struggle with um, for, for different reasons. But so really a lot of my business comes from word of mouth, as well as just being in this area for 20 years. I know lots of physical therapists. I know chiropractors who work with uh, mothers. And, and um, so my really, I, I think for targeting my initial audience, it's going to be reaching out to all the people I know locally, anywhere from doulas to physical therapists to people who've been my clients, who've come to different um, you know, workshops of mine and target them first. And then I do need to obviously look at the, the social media side of that as well and try to grow that as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, word of mouth is, is great, but it's hard to scale that. We don't, we can't predict how many clients we're going to get through word of mouth. We hope our clients talk. If we have a quality service, they're going to talk, but we can't predict like, Hey, this month, by the end of month one of having this four week program, we are going to have X amount of clients through word of mouth. We just can't predict it. Um, but because you are looking to go online with this, I really do think that it will be so beneficial for you to be on social media and couple that with the four week online program and use your social media to find people that, that want that there's people all around the world. You could help people in other countries, um, you know, that are dealing with issues. And that's the beauty of online training is, you know, your the opportunity for growth there is endless. A lot of resources out there to help you kind of learn more about that social media marketing and advertising side of things. Um, but my next question for you, because I want to make sure we have time to touch on many topics here, is challenges. What would you consider to be the biggest business-related bottleneck or challenge? Everybody has them. Like, what's that one thing that kind of keeps you awake at night, keeps you pondering? Hmm. That's a good question. I think it is, is often the financial side of it. So it is often how can I get more clients? How can I have those clients be, um, how can I have a steady, steady stream of clients? So, you know, you have, I have clients that I've had for 20 years and that's great. <laughs> um, and then the others come and go. So it's a steady stream of clients, which obviously translates to steady revenue stream. Um, so that's one of the things on the kind of practical financial side. And then the other side is more just how can I continue to grow as a practitioner and become better at what I do and be able to provide more for my clients and stay very interested and active and alive and excited by the work that I do. Yeah. And sometimes that's very natural and organic. And other times I have to work a little bit harder to find what that is that's going to keep me excited about yeah. the work. 
Yeah, no, that that is uh, very, very challenging um, to kind of find that that balance, right? Um, to find where where do you how do you make those decisions, right? Um, and and so to follow up with that question, you know, the challenging side of things what would be the end goal for your business, right? You have a magic wand, all your dreams, all your goals come true. What would that picture look like for you? Um, well, I think I don't tend to be someone who looks far into the future. I look into the near future. Um, so in terms of, you know, a further like 10, 15, 20 year goals, I don't have that because I really, I tend to be more, uh, immediate goal focused. And so that goal would be the reaching a large, larger audience with my pelvic floor work. We're helping more women around the country, around the world to, you know, get more knowledge and awareness and healing around their, their pelvic floor. So that, that's my more immediate goal. Yeah. So I'm just genuinely curious, what does a typical kind of like programming schedule look like for this? Um, what do you mean by programming schedule? Like, like how many classes would somebody be taking like in the four week program? Like, how does that all work? Oh, I see. Yeah. So, so initially I'm just gonna, it's just going to be, be four. it's a four week series. It's really just going to be educational as well as movement. So it's going to be very simple one, one day a week for about four weeks, maybe five weeks, um, with some, maybe some bonus videos thrown in there. Um, and it is each week is going to be focused on a specific, uh, you know, whether it's anatomy or posture or breathing or strengthening, and then we're going to move after that. Oh, so okay. it's going to be part educational, part movement, so they can actually move their bodies, gain a little bit more awareness, strength through the movement that we, we do so that they can learn more about the pelvic floor and they can take that into other areas of their life. If they don't do Pilates, that's fine. They can take it into their CrossFit. They can take it into their other gym workouts, but they'll have a lot more knowledge, awareness, um, to be able to take that into whatever fitness they're doing in their, in their lives. Yeah, no, that's a wonderful point. Um, and so really here, um, Another question that sparked for me, this is kind of off topic pertaining to what we were just talking about, but is it going to be live? Like the four weeks program, is it live or are you going to have it like a pre-recorded type deal? So it's going to be live, but then obviously there's lots of people. I'm got to pick the time and I can't please everyone. So I'll pick the time and then they can either show up, hopefully show up. And then if not, it'll be recorded and they can um, watch the recording when they can. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, like with the pre-recorded thing, like the opportunity there for you to reach people all around the world, that's endless, right? Yes. You can have this and that's not as personalized, but maybe you could still have like coaching calls set up in there, like where they can, you know, ask you any questions or, or things like that. Um, truly exciting, like where you yes. want to go with it. Um, I've yes. never had the opportunity to chat with anybody doing the same thing as you here on this platform. So, oh, uh, excited to have, have the chance to chat now. Um, last question that I have for you, what do you have a website or anywhere our listeners can go to kind of, kind of like find, uh, you know, out more information about what you have to offer. 
Yep. So my website is um, Anya, A-N-Y-A, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, body and soul. So it's all spelled out, um, dot com. And that talks about my Pilates work, my pelvic floor work, as well as my little bit of my life coaching work. And then pretty soon there, there will be a page where people can sign up for the course if they're interested in the course in January. So yeah, yeah. please. So that's Anya Taylor, body and soul. Anya Taylor, bodyandsoul.com. Thank you so much for being here today. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, please hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description. Our team will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today are two special guests, a duo, Nicole and Chris with Fit by Design out of Texas. How's it going, folks? Happy Friday. Uh, it's going good. Good, good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's a good Friday. Gorgeous weather here in Texas. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. We're there excited about the podcast. We, uh, you guys reached out to us, man. And it, it's, it's actually crazy. Um, we were just talking about, I don't know, the week before, like, man, we need to go, we need to get our name out there. We need to get on a podcast. We need to get to, and literally, like, the next day. Yeah, like, it was crazy. Yep, it was insane. Y'all called us. Visualization. <laughs> Like, I don't know how it works, man. More than a coincidence. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Let's uh let's dive right into it. So, you know, um, we're excited to have you guys on. And, you know, I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty-gritty here of what you have going on with Fit by Design. So let's start with the basics, right? You know, how many members are you guys serving currently? Uh, we have about 50 members right now, currently. Um okay. yeah, and we got about four trainers um that that's split between me. Uh, one other full-time trainer and then a couple of uh, part-timers. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so, you know, I think every, every gym is a little different, right? Whether you're a boxing gym, fitness studio, traditional gym, you know, but for you guys, what's been the best method to get new people interested and through the door? Actually, um, <laughs> Google. Yeah. Google reviews, to be honest. Yeah. Like uh, we were getting, uh, so we kind of took the business over uh, it, this has actually been here for since 2003 or no 2006, and we took over in 2019, July 2019. Um, fun time to take over, <laughs> but uh, we did that, and uh, you know we were probably averaging maybe on a lucky month one client new new client coming in a month that was like from outside sources besides just referrals and things like that. And now we safely get about five or six new leads every month uh, that convert probably at about a 75, 80% rate. Yep. Um, 
And I think it's all because of the Google reviews. You know, we've been trying to really zone in on our market and understand what we want and what we're trying to put out there. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so, you know, for you guys, I mean, you're at 50 members or so, let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were hypothetically unlimited. I mean, how much higher could you guys go than 50? We couldn't probably. Not much higher. Yeah. <laughs> like right now, probably about, I think our capacity would probably be about 75, maybe 80 people. We're a pretty small studio. It's like 1,500 square feet. That's with office space included. So floor out workout space is about 1,200. Um, and uh, so we're, we're actually in a really exciting time right now because we're kind of in a, in, a, in a structure change because we took this business over and it's been running this way for the last you know 16 years. And it's just it's just not working. It just doesn't it doesn't work well enough, you know? And so we're kind of trying to change the structure and hopefully in about a year and a half, move into a bigger place and uh, yeah. give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. I mean, growth is always a good problem to have, right? I mean, obviously capacity issues don't feel good, but obviously it means that you're growing out of your space. So that's never a bad thing. And um, I'm a little curious, right? I mean, you guys have four trainers and it's, I mean, obviously you have yourself and then you have Nicole. So how are you guys able to manage and track the important metrics? Like how long someone's been with you guys, uh, you know, what their program is, how do you track those things? Uh, so we do have a program um, called Club Systems, which has served us well to this point. Um, but we're actually in the market right now for a new um, system. Yeah. System people that can help us, you know, kind of from the ground up, like with software development in terms of maybe getting an app up, looking for like accounting help, um, you know, reports to pull, marketing. and marketing assistance, um, you know being able to check clients in and out and this system does it, but um, it hasn't been used very well. It's the, probably the hardest thing is because the way we're set up is it's contractors that, that are employed that are yeah, working sure. here. So it's hard to keep them on point with, you know, putting all the admin and stuff in, right. Mm-hmm. And making sure everything's getting logged. Right. So that's been, you know, that's really the last three years has us been trying <laughs> to pull the teeth on getting that going um, because I don't know, um, just working with contractors is, is a whole different ballpark. So, yeah. 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 I, I understand. It's kind of like that, that barbershop model, right. Where you guys are like, they're paying for this essentially space yeah, and to right, use it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I understand because it's, it's hard. They're not your employees, but they kind of are, uh, yep. but they're representing your brand. So uh, I understand completely. And so I want to ask a little bit of a longer winded question, but a good question in itself. And um, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, just let me know. Um, but uh, I think you guys should be fine. So, but what we've been discussing the entire podcast and what we use most prominently in the fitness and gym world are going to be three pillars of business. Okay. It's going to be one, your lead generation, right? Which is getting people through the door and your marketing. Then you have number two is your acquisition, right? Which is your sales, getting somebody from an interested client to a paying client. And then you have three, your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, well, honestly, I'd probably say lead source. Um, just because I think we don't really have like a set marketing in place necessarily at this moment, but, um, I think 
we need we need something in place for that to kind of bring more people in because so i think we do pretty well with sales and once they're here um i mean i don't know that's our, an interesting clothes. concept though because I, I even feel like too we i guess personally and and my other full-time trainer do a really good job of retaining clientele mm -hmm. but some of the other clients some of the other trainers definitely need assistance with that as well too so um it's it's hard to say i would say marketing if we were prepared to handle all that the marketing could really do for us you know i feel like because of where we're at this the little bit of growth that we're having in terms of the, the consistent you know three to five leads a month are coming in it's keeping us busy enough to where um we can manage those schedules but i think if we up that yeah. it would be pretty difficult to and that's why honestly that's probably our biggest thing is staff retention so not even retention but just staff development and and bringing finding staff i feel like since yeah. covid trainers have uh it, it kind of spooked everybody you know it kind of was like man like sure. i can't hold on to this job no more because it could just get i mean we had to shut down completely for two months two and a half months so yeah. um it's it, it spooked a lot of people i think too yeah yeah, I, I appreciate the honesty and transparency. I think um, I think a lot of viewers can take away from that, right? Because it's like, hey, like you can put success to the side until admit that you guys can improve in certain places is a big perspective. But I also think it's something a lot of people are struggling with, but are sometimes afraid to admit, right? Where it's like employee retention or, you know, even just, you know, getting people through the door. And so, um, but again, not something that could not be worked on, right? These are always structural changes that you guys are working on here. So not a big deal, but I appreciate it. And so I have two more questions for you guys, my two favorite questions. You know, um, what's the the bigger picture? What's the overarching goal? What are you guys trying to accomplish long-term? So we are actually like long, long-term is probably a few couple multiple locations that would be long term um but within the next like five years uh we do want to expand um and like we said like kind of change that structure um and also kind of bring in recovery into you know a personal training gym um so yeah where where it's like you know there's 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 gyms and there's places that have recovery in them but we really want to make it the focal point, right? So it's like the membership will include all the recovery stuff that you need as well. So it's that you're kind of getting this, this full wellness package in one place with a, you know, as we're, we like to call them fitness designers, making sure that your fitness is designed to what you need exactly in terms of recovery and, and every aspect of it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then having the equipment there and the, and the tools present at that facility. So whether before your workout, you're using it to warm up and, and engage, you know, relax the muscles, MFR type things, or you're doing post-recovery red light therapy, uh, going into like a salt type room, you know, different things that just to help promote that recovery and, um, and kind of just, I don't know, we, we were actually listening to one of your guys' podcasts earlier and we were talking, hearing this guy say, you know, he's like, you know, one-on-one -on -one training is kind of decline and, and we hear it all the time, but you know, I feel like it, 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 it can feel that way because people, there's so much generic product out there right now. It's like every place you see like, oh, new fitness place, but it's like, oh, it's, it's the orange place, but this one's the blue place and this one's the red place, but it's like, it's the same model, just 
with a little different spin and we're, we're kind of really hoping to put a put a good mix on this on this uh this industry right now and yeah. and, and hopefully you know take because i'm sure as you know as a personal trainer per majority personal training is a very luxury service you know it's not something that everybody yeah. can afford to do um but if we can do things that are making people life healthy for their life term and not getting injured and be able to stay in the gym for longer. Um, you know, we will be able to tap into a little bit more of a necessity instead of just a luxury. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully beat out times like COVID again. That's, yeah. that's, that's our big goal, you know, is I guess being born to that COVID time, it was like, we had to really figure out how to, how to make things just, just work. work. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. uh, so. a double-edged sword, but a, a, a decently good one, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. And uh, I've got one more question for you guys, right? And my favorite question, I'm curious to see if you guys have the same response or maybe a different answer. So um, not to start any fights here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. But, uh, you know, if uh, if you guys could go back in time here to when you first started the gym and sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started, what would that advice be for you? Oh, well, for me, I would probably say, um, if you are just not like, like business minded or you, you know, don't really have like a passion for it, like opening up a business or starting a business, I definitely wouldn't even venture into it it is so difficult there are just you're constantly wearing multiple hats every day all day um you know and it, it's a lot of hard work uh, and i think you know that's i think you really should be passionate about doing something different i guess so so making sure you have a, a real passion yeah yeah and i would say um i think this is yeah, I would just, I would just say, just, just keep on. And I guess it goes with the same thing, right? Like you find your passion and just keep on pushing towards the passion and everything else will start to fall in. You know, it's like, yeah. I feel like there was a time I, I tried to start something before um, in a business thing and it was in a similar fashion, but I did so much planning and just like, oh, I got to get everything perfect and everything right. And it just like, it just became so much that it was impossible. And, and when I just was like, just start doing it and just, just, just drive to what you're trying to trying to accomplish with your passion, I think it'll guide you, you know? And I think, I think that, I guess that's the piece of advice to let your passion guide, guide you, you, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. There we go. A mic drop of an answer there. guys. <laughs> uh, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode, but before we sign out, um, if you have any social media, Facebook website, please let the viewers know where can they find out more about you and the facility. All right, so we got uh, we have a website www.fitbydesigntx at gmail.com. Oh, that's our. Oh, sorry. That's our email. That's our email. <laughs> so www.fitbydesigntx.com, um, and you can find us on Instagram, fitbydesigntx, um, and same thing on Facebook, yep. fitbydesigntx. Um, and uh yeah we are we're excited we actually you know we, we actually have this other hopefully exciting opportunity to come up where we might be on a show called the blocks <laughs> i'm gonna put I'm, I'm putting this out there because i'm really hoping yeah, yeah, yeah. Really all the traction so, stuff you know so, so yeah 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 um but but yeah that's that's a so 
Hopefully. Hopefully it happens. I'll be sure to check it out when it's and if it is, we'll be on it'll we'll update all that information on our, <laughs> our social media. So heck yeah. Heck yeah. I appreciate the time, guys. It's been a great episode. Um, I appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you guys can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds, I just want to let you know how you can get the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. I'm just gonna go ahead and sign everybody else out over here, okay? okay. All right, Jay. Thanks, man. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Jim Lawrence Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. Joining us, we have Chaco and Luis from Forged Athlete Training Systems coming to you from Moultrie, Georgia. Gentlemen, what's going on? How are you today? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's been a good morning so far. Excited to, to pick your brain on this, guys. This is a relatively new business in the grand scheme of things, and so I'm sure things are, are ever-evolving. But for some context, and, and for those who aren't familiar with the Forged Athlete brand, tell us a little bit about this. How do you describe Forged Athlete to other people when they ask you what you do? Um, so we, we're a gym that you know, it's heavily involved with with um you know functional fitness we are um you know heavily involved in in, in group training and that and that's that the bulk of what we do um it's group classes group training um we do offer um we offer a little bit of personal training it's not definitely not you know a, a big part of our business um we tend to stick to the, the, the group class model and then sure. the other side of our business that is growing and, and that we do offer and that we're building on is, um, is our, our competitive programming for, you know, for athletes who want to compete in the sport of fitness. Um, gotcha. And those two so things. Kind of, kind of two wings of this, right. And not necessarily exclusive to each other. I'm sure there's crossover between sure. the two. Sure. Take me back a little bit. Like we said, this is a fairly new thing in the grand scheme of things. And so take us back, not necessarily to the first day that the doors were open, but take us to the day the idea popped into your head. Hey, we could open up our own gym and make a go of this. What was going on for you guys? And what was really the, 
the idea behind getting this whole thing started? What were you looking to accomplish? Uh, yeah, so, well, I guess we both had different jobs. Uh, Luis was coaching at a local Y, a local YMCA center that we have here in Moultrie. And then I was working uh, for the railroad and I had already been involved with, you know, fitness and, and CrossFit for a while. Um, but then um, the pandemic happened. So everything shut down and told us the gyms are closed. You got to go home, figure it out. And well, Luis uh, in his backyard, he had this, 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 uh, this shed where we worked out and uh, we even gave it a name. We called it the hot box. And that's where we worked out of it. And I kind of liked it. You know, I kind of liked the structure that we had there. Like, I don't know, me personally, I didn't see why go back to a regular gym or to the gym that I was going to because I like what we were doing so much more that I was like, I'll just stay here. Even if the gyms do back, open back up, I'll just stay here. And then, and then Luis, you know, was maybe looking for some, for a new path as far as what he's going to do with the future and what we're going to do with our future and what our future may look like. And that's when we kind of had to talk about why don't we make this a real thing? Why don't we go ahead and make it an actual gym and make it an actual program? Yeah. And so Forged Athlete is born, right? About a year and a half under your belt. I'm sure that there's been some successes. I'm sure there's been some challenges in that time. For you guys, what's been your favorite part about owning this gym so far? And then follow that up with what's been the hardest part about owning this gym so far? Um, favorite part? Um, I, I would, that's a hard one. Because uh, I, I think I can probably speak for us both that we, there are so many aspects of it that, that we genuinely love and enjoy. Um, and there are very few that are like, Oh, like this is, you know, the hard part or what I don't like, but I would say if I had to just pick like one thing for me personally, it would be um, just the relationships. Um, I, I'm very, a very relational person. I'm a people person. Um uh, you know, I come from a family that's very family oriented. So um, that's a big part of our gym and our community is, is we're all sure. very closely knit. Everyone knows each other. Um, we hang out with each other outside of the gym. It's like, that's, you know, as far as my social life, it's people mm -hmm. that, that I, <laughs> I coach, you know, so. Yeah, I don't think you're alone in that boat either. I think, I mean, I talk to a whole lot of gym owners on this podcast and everybody gets into owning a gym and it, it boils down to pretty much the same reason we wanted to help people at the end of the day you guys wanted to provide a service and i think for better or for worse when it becomes a business and, and bills need to be paid we need to treat it a little bit differently but i think the more that we can i think in the the, the continuum of caring about people on one end and caring about dollars and cents on the other. I think right in the middle is typically where I find the most success with gym owners that I speak with at least. Sure. For you guys, this is in the realm of CrossFit and, and group training is the big aspect of what we do. What's been working in, in the, the short time of your gym tenure, what's been working from a marketing standpoint to get the word out about this so that people know that, we're even here to be able to join. 
how are you getting people through your doors? Well, that's a good question. And it's, we use the cheapest form of uh, promoting and of letting people know that we're here is social media. It's, it's something that it's, I mean, at the tip of our fingers every day and social media, I mean, I can't tell you how many people have come because they said, oh, so-and-so shared your story. I saw your Facebook post. I saw this post. I saw this. I saw that. And word of mouth. Like, I don't think we've ever paid for any promotion. And no, I don't think we've ever paid for any promotion. Like word of mouth and social media are sure. two biggest things. And and I, I, I have thought about maybe doing some promotion, like paying for some promotion, but man, the word will get around. If you have a good program, if you have a good gym, people love to be here. That's all people will talk about. Like for me, yeah. all I talk that about was, is- That was going to be my next question anyway, is, is there a reason that you've avoided it so far? That's it, because people, just people will talk about it, man. Just like any other business, man, if a restaurant is good, it doesn't have any paid promotion. If somebody tells you it's good, that's where I'm going. Same thing with this business, like our word of mouth and just the way we treat people, the way we respect people, the way we coach people, the way, you know, we interact with them and have, uh, you know, interact with them outside of the gym as well. You know, that translates to their day. Like their day is better now. Their week is better. They're getting stronger. They're looking better. People are asking questions and this is all people can talk about that come here. But I'm going across. There's a lot of parallels between the restaurant industry and the fitness industry because of that, that service nature at the heart of it. Yeah. There's a product to it, but people remember the experience far more than the product itself. In terms of, of growth and moving forward, you mentioned we toyed around with the idea of doing some sort of promotion or some sort of advertising. Where do you think that that would be? I mean, you guys are already on social media. Do you think it would be Facebook or Instagram? Yeah, um, I think so. I, I, I think, um, I don't think much would change. Um, we, we do pay attention a lot to, well, I, I personally do. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time, you know, doing a lot of thinking in terms of uh, the vision of, of where, you know, yep. I want this to go and, and how are we going to get there? Um, and, and so I try to pay attention a lot to CrossFit affiliates that have been successful, um, that have been around for a long time. Um, right. And then even beyond that, like how are we uh, different and unique um, and what, what, what is it that's different about us that we can kind of bring to the table and, and, um, and, and kind of set us apart at, from other gyms, you know? Um, and I will say that, that probably kind of to, uh, to my cousin's point was, um, that a lot of the, um, a lot of the, what set up, sets us apart aside from like, and I will tell you this, like I, I'm, and I don't mean this and I tell people all the time, I don't mean this like in a prideful way or anything, but I do believe we have a very good program in terms of our actual programming, our in-house programming, our yeah. competitive programming. And that speaks for itself. Um, people go and tell other people about it. They see the success. And, and that's how we've been getting all of our members. Like my cousin was saying, we're very active on Facebook and on Instagram stories, posts. Um, yeah. One of the cool things too, even is what we've seen create sort of a synergy effect almost is our 
compete program and and mm-hmm. what we do with our competitions when we go out and compete out of town to these big well-known competitions in the CrossFit space and the results that we get um, and people see that on social media and so people want to come to our gym mm-hmm. so it creates this sort of it's almost like the synergy effect right um, I want to highlight one of the things that you said there because I think it's really really important in any kind of marketing conversation we need to have something worth marketing First and foremost, if we have a shitty product, people are going to notice as soon as they walk through the doors. And so, yeah, yeah, the the focus has been on on the quality aspect thus far. Absolutely. Guys, I want to pick your brain on kind of the next step in the process, because people just being interested in joining doesn't necessarily translate to members or dollars and cents. We need to have some sort of sales process in there. Sure. When somebody reaches out to you guys, what does that process typically entail? Who are they talking with? What is that conversation about? What are they signing up for? Tell us a little bit about it. So for our business, the way we run it is, uh, say someone comes in, say you come into a gym, to our gym, and so we'll obviously introduce ourselves, say how things run, and we give the people or the person three free visits. So you get three free times to come in, check it out, do three workouts with us. If you like it, you do. If you don't, that's fine. Um, but as far as the process of, you know, bringing someone in is, um, we actually have a third partner, which her name is Melinda, and that's Louise's sister, is my cousin. She handles all the, what I would call the harder annoying stuff, which is like the finances, the money, booking people and, you know, putting people down. And she's the one that handles all that. And usually it takes maybe one or two days for them to realize that they are, in love with it, or maybe this is just not for them. And as soon as that happens, um, usually for, I would say we have a high retention rate. I don't think we have many people just coming in and like, uh, this is, I'm doing one month and I'm out. We have a pretty high retention rate for all our members. Like, even if they have left, they'll come back and then they'll stay, you know, maybe it wasn't for them at the beginning, but now it is, but we have a high retention rate. And what that looks like is just, I think part of that is just being kind to them and, you know, show them everything like, hey, here's a bathroom, here's or we do this, here's how you do that. And, and but our, our third partner, Malin, is the one who really takes care of all of that, all the financial part of it, and making sure that we get emails and then we'll just send invoices every month. Got it. It's good to have people in those positions so we can yeah. delegate appropriately. It sounds like Melinda is handling a lot of that sales process. And so we sign people up, they're sticking. You said that we have a, a decent retention. Looking forward, guys, Luis, you mentioned you spent a lot of time thinking about kind of the long game. What is that vision? Where, how big or, or where do you see this business trending in the next year, two years, five years, 10 years, et cetera? Um, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, and, and like I said, it is one that, that I do spend a lot of time uh, dreaming up. Um, and not just dreaming. I think we have we have an awesome team that that is um, that works hard. That's the one thing that I can probably honestly say about the three of us and why we work so well together is we were raised by by people who are just hard workers. Um, and I think a lot of times people either have a, a vision and and are visionaries but don't have the hard work ethic that goes behind it. I think sometimes people have the hard work ethic and don't have vision. And I, I do mm. believe that we have both of those things. Um, 
And so for us, it's, it's, we see it and it's like, all right, we're taking these steps, whether it's, whether it's investing in equipment, um, adding stuff to our program, um, you know, just even the way that we, we put stuff out, content in, in social media, stuff like that. But in the long term, and this is, this is what I see just in, in the long term, and where I would like to see our gym is um, there's other gyms in, in our area, in our town, even that, that are essentially the same, right? They're, they're sure. the similar services. Uh, we actually do have two other CrossFit affiliates here in town. Um, and what I will say is that their kind of vision is more on the, the local level, like staying in house, very just this community. Whereas for us, and like I mentioned, our compete program and our remote training program, we're looking to really um, branch that out and, and be sort of this huge central location um, for people that want either just to get a better quality of life, which is our regular program, or really want to compete in, in the sport of CrossFit, which is really big nowadays and it's grown tremendously. And, um, and we want to be able to have the, the kind of facility that, that regardless of what people are wanting, we can provide both. And so for us, that would look like continuing to grow the actual gym uh, to a bigger space um, and just investing in, in more equipment and all that stuff. So sort of like, like this HQ for this bigger brand that, that I would like to expand to just people can look us up on online and it's like, hey, like I want to be part of the program. They sign up. We have multiple coaches at this point, um, whether it's me, my cousin, and then we've kind of coached other people to kind of come alongside us. And now we have other coaches under us, just this full-on operation. That, yeah. That's where, you know, my vision is. It's a... Yeah, it's important to to have a direction that we're trending in, and and it all sounds good, and it's I think it's easier said than done, and I think it sounds like you guys are are fairly aware of that. These things are expensive. These things are time consuming. It's gonna, it's probably gonna be a challenge. But I really really get excited when people have big picture goals like that because it keeps you anchored. We know what direction we're going for you guys, what do you think is, is the first step of that to go from where you are trending? What's kind of, where is our focus here in the next couple of months to make moves on that? Right. The investing man, look, I think a safe man, and I know it's, it's hard to tell from this computer screen, but a safe man wouldn't be where we're at now because it takes a lot of risk, man. And risk for in this business looks like, if you already have the good coaching and the good programming, it looks like money. It looks like investing. It looks like just not even worrying about right now money. And that's something hard or was something hard for us maybe in the beginning. It's like, well, dang, well, the money, the money, the money. But it's like, if you try to hold on to it, you're never going to be able to reinvest it. It's better to just invest, invest, invest. And it's it's all about risk for us, man. I mean, at this point, it's, it's as simple as everyone's going to die one day and that's it, man. So Whatever you do, man, do it big, do it, do it good, man, because one day we're all going to leave this earth. So it's all about risking it, man. And hopefully for our kids, man, our grandkids, they'll still have this business going and it'll still be growing. And like when we say, we still feel like uh, I, I do have the vision that this would be like a huge thing. And um, it's hard to tell now, but 
just give it a couple of years and, and I think we will be there for sure. And the game, the name of the yeah. game is progressing. You're giving me goosebumps over here, man. That passion is is certainly not lacking. For you guys, it's it's cool to see where this started from and the direction we're going. It sounds like there's a lot of action left and, and some cards to be played. So guys, we're running a bit shy on time here, but before we sign out, why don't you tell people where they can learn a little bit more about this? Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can we send people? Yeah, we are, um, just, you know, looking us up by name, you know, forged athlete, uh, training systems on Instagram. We are on Facebook, um, forged athlete training systems, um.com. Um, and that's really, you know, where, where people can, you know, con like we're, we're pretty, pretty quick uh, to respond to people's messages um, on, on social media. Like if people message us, we see either one of us three sees it, we'll message back. So anyone that's wanting to reach out, that's probably the best place to do it. Fantastic. Guys, this has been a bunch of fun. I, I appreciate your willingness to share where your head is at when it comes to running this business. I think these types of conversations really help everybody in the industry to, to get a grasp on where our strengths are and where our weaknesses are. And so, like I said, I'm excited to see how this shapes up in, in the future of Forged Athlete. And until then, I wish you nothing but the best, guys. It sounds great. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.